This is episode 117. My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. Well, howdy. Hi there. Welcome back. Howdy. Howdy, y'all. It's a good little country. Uh-huh. Why not? I, I would I would never say, don't do it. No, I say howdy all the time. Do you really? Not to you. I think to other people. <laughs> okay. I, 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 maybe I people here in the office, people I talk to a lot. Howdy. Uh, but I think. Howdy. That's weird. If you. Howdy. Howdy. Yeah. Howdy. Yeah, you don't. Howdy. Yeah, you don't say howdy. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. Yeah, I. If you walk somewhere and someone goes hello, you go howdy. I think that's I think that's for sure okay doable. I feel like I need to be wearing a bigger hat. Man, I want a cowboy hat so bad. I know. I've tried it. My head's too tall. It just accentuates the tallness. Mm, Mary Beth is. A, I'm. I'm a, I come I'm a, from a tall, tall head family. You, you're, <laughs> we come from a long line of tall heads, <laughs> cone heads. I, I can't even wear like you know. You like the the taller. Um, like caps. That's brand new. That is a 2022 new. I feel like those are pretty popular right now. I can't, 20, I can't, I can do it backwards. Yes. This is a new 20. I thought I looked like an idiot. I'm, I'm, I don't talk about it. I like it. A low profile yeah. hat. I, my entire life was built on low profile hats until the, until this year. Yeah. And then I got it and cause I'm like, I look like an idiot. I look so dumb. And then I asked some people and they're like, you look fine in yeah, it. Yeah, you look cool in it. My head looks See, like it's I, four feet long. Thank you. I don't think so. If I wear. <laughs> I need you to try some on. I Thank you for telling me that because every time I still put some hats on, yeah. I'm like, I look like an idiot. No, yeah, it looks good. Okay. I, if I wear a hat like that, I'm dedicated to backwards all day, which is not yes. appropriate in all situations. For me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You're fine. It's it's appropriate. Uh, no, I want a cowboy hat. I keep telling Mary Beth, I want one. I want one. I want one. I want a white one. You know what? You could ease into this at like Bucky's or like Bass Pro Shop. They sell like twenty, thirty dollar. They look nice. No, no, no. I I'm not over here about to buy Stetson for a hundred and thirty. No, no, no. I I'm fine with a twenty five dollar hat. Just ease into it. See how it goes. Now, I've been to Bucky's twice this month. I feel like you twice this month. I've been to Bucky's. Have I never been with you with a cowboy hat on? It seems like something you would wear. See it. Whoa, it oh, does. Yeah. Right. No, I have that big. Maybe that's it. I have Your that sombrero. I, it's, um, I have that big summer hat. Yeah. That I really like. Yeah. But I want a white cowboy hat. But again, I don't know when I'd wear it because then I'm not a cowboy. Yeah. I'm not a roper. I'm not a farmer. It's, it, but does it matter? We don't have the culture here. You know, you go some places and people just wear those. Like I'm wearing a, a baseball hat. Yeah, right they're just now. like, I got a cowboy. Yeah. You go to like Texas, policemen wear it. Yeah. Like sheriffs are like, yeah, I have a cowboy hat. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. That's a, I, that, I don't know why I want one. It's just you're a hat guy. I feel that, like that's, oh, I'm a for that, sure a hat guy. That's just a, a hat realm that you haven't really dipped your toe into yet. Yeah, that and... Um, Fuzzy hats like Russians would wear. We don't have a lot of need for that here. See, no, guys, it is 82 degrees today. And it's 82 degrees in your office. It's hot right now. (laughs) Sorry. James might have turned the 
Might have turned the air off. We'll um, see if I make it through this podcast yeah, with all my clothes on. We could text James and tell him to turn it on. <laughs> we could text Bethany. Uh, all right, guys, y'all are just in the middle of a, a staff meeting for us. Um, all right. Cool. Hey, we're back. Episode 117. Hey, we don't have any new listener. Or we, we, we might. We don't have any new states or countries. Uh, but shout out to you guys. Our number is really good this past week. Not just one episode, but I think around the board. We got some more listeners, people listening in. So maybe you do like part of identity. Whoa, um, I don't know. It's making a comeback. It's making. Maybe comeback. they're catching up. Maybe we had some folks take. Yeah, take, take a little break and. And hopefully, the next few weeks we'll get a big bump up because of uh, Thanksgiving. Maybe people travel and listen to us. That's what we do. Uh, yeah, this is our last series uh, one on identity. Uh, so next week is question mark. Uh, TBD. But we will figure it out. What's y'all? next week? Next week is not Thanksgiving week. No, it's then the week next. Before. There's yeah. the 13th, um, and then the 20th. Okay, and I preach on the 20th. Yeah, uh, and then that week is Thanksgiving week. That's right. Thanksgiving's like the 24th. Always. Yep, that's right. Always. Yeah. No way. I thought it was yeah. always a Thursday. Because Black mm, Friday. Yeah, but you're right. You're right about that. But <laughs> this year it's the 24th. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, it can't be. It can't, it can't be always that date. Yeah. yeah, you're right. There's always Black Friday. Yeah. It's always Thursday. Because next year it's the 23rd. There you go. There Back it go. up one. There you go. Back it up, Terry. All right. Uh, cool. Thanks, you guys, for listening. It was great. Uh, this past weekend, I had an 80-degree fall retreat. It was a... I got all the kids' hoodies. It was a all faux fall retreat. sweated. Did they wear them anyway? Yes, we all wore them. We're all like, you know what? Though? Just drenching. I am not surprised with what I know about middle school girls and their commitment to hoodies, regardless of the weather. Yes, they wear it. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter at all. Um, but we went out to a place called Camp Winnetaska. Started in 1918. Awesome camp. It's gorgeous. It, it, if you're, I doubt anybody on the board or that works at Camp Winnetaska is listening to this. Uh, so I don't feel bad talking. Uh, it is made for a summer camp, right? So there's a there's a twenty different cabins, no AC, no windows, no heat, no nothing. We don't stay in those because last year at fall retreat it was, it was like forty degrees. Yeah. It was freezing. There's only a handful of buildings that have like heat and AC and a little kitchen and stuff. We kind of pack it out, and it's great. But uh the cooking situation is like we cooked for like 50 of us and it was one stove Ooh. one oven that's it we had how to, do, i wonder how they feed a whole camp no they have a no seriously, oh the they, kitchen that you had access they have to. a massive gotcha. industrial kitchen because they have hundreds of kids yeah dining hall they wouldn't let us use it now hmm. when they're doing some renovations you can tell but they were like you can't use it okay and i'm like why now so we're we are now it's starting to get into like why yeah before we thought it was we have a contract with cisco or something like that we have to use their food our people and to do that yeah and usually when you do that for a camp it's like nine dollars a head a meal for some frozen chicken and you're like this ain't good yeah we we usually eat a little bit better than that yeah and um, cheaper probably uh this past week uh weekend they said we were down to like four dollars a meal a person like yeah. that's great yeah um so, but we're trying because next year it's going to have to be different. Or I think it's called like Serve Safe, Safe Serve. 
it's like a sounds good yeah <laughs> it's like a, a like protocol or something just it's like, like a certificate yeah, you can get that makes sense Hal has it there you go Hal's like if you need that I can be that I'll be the guy we also did not know that but we have a lady at our church who does that once a month a class here and certifies people really Linda Godfrey does that how about that I'm like so we can get our whole youth staff to go do that up. and yeah. pay for it and be like oh you need that our whole staff is that right now so we're trying to get some workarounds yeah. to figure out if we're allowed to do that or not. We'll see. Anyways, fall retreat was great. Kids are great. High ropes course. Uh, we played trash can ball. Never heard of her. Did you not play it uh, with F3? Nope, not yet. When uh, Tony did it? Nuh-uh. Well, Hal brought it. Yeah. That ba- And we it was fun. Yeah. Uh, I heard about uh, that. Jack Clark dominated. Well, Jack Clark is 6'5". He's massive. And an athlete. And an, uh, and an athlete. Yeah, he's big. Yeah, all these little kids run around faster than me. Yeah. I, I felt old this year. Mm. Typically, I don't feel old at Florida. I'm like, no, come on, no, let's hang out. I'm you like, still got it. I feel a little bit older. Now, granted, there's a lot of junior high boys. I'm still bigger than they are and stronger. <laughs> so that's not too bad. Um, but I looked at I looked on Instagram, a lot of my other friends, churches, they this is this is the season for fall retreat. So um Blessings and prayers, and uh, for all the churches doing fall retreats, big or small, you're doing God's work. Do you? Hey, uh, you are doing God's work. <laughs> Trust me, that's good stuff. All right, let's get into it. Chris, yes. If I was to ask you, what is the most expensive piece of art in your house? In my house, would yes, would you know that? Art. Now, how are you defining art? Hey, you know what's in the eyes of the beholders? What they say? No, that's beauty. But <laughs> uh, art as yeah, uh, uh, like a piece like that is. You know, you have axes that can be called art. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. Those that, don't count. Okay, I mean oh a goodness. picture, painting, sculpture, traditional style art. No, no, like NFTs. I don't know if you have yeah. any NFTs at your house. I don't. Yeah, I, just, I, I didn't think so. Uh, now your axes are art. I would for sure say that, but um, I'm not going that route. Um, what about dishes? Can I, or does that still are they on the wall? They are displayed. Yeah, then that's art. So I, if I had to guess, I don't actually know <laughs> no, the price of but it. But Katie is a collector yeah. of this. I think What's it's called like blue? Liberty Blue. Yeah, it's like yeah, revolutionary yeah. Yes. American vintage yes. wear. Those are cool. Uh, and she's got a pretty nice collection of those that are on display at the house. Nice. And I okay. think collectively, that's probably the most valuable. Oh, so like if you put got. that collection in. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, other than that, like we got some art, but it's not. You like, have some pictures of the kids? Yeah. Right? Well, that's, that's priceless to me. Well, that's priceless to you. But okay. Okay. <laughs> so you get some pictures of the kids. I, yes, we have, we have photography pictures of the kids on the wall that yeah. we got from Kristen Mathis. Yes. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um. I don't know if we have any art. Like, Mary Beth buys some stuff from some thrift stores that's yeah. on our mantle. There's a picture. Well, that's what I was going to say. We've got a, we actually have a fair amount of art, but it's all stuff that Katie's gotten at a state sale. Yeah, that's. I have no idea if it's worth anything at all, might. but it looks good and she yeah. likes it. So, so I, I would say one of my favorite, and we're about to get, I, I, we just commissioned some art. You could have a supposedly a very, that uh, thing from the yard sale a couple years ago. They were like, "Don't sell this for a hundred bucks. This is worth three thousand dollars." You know where it's at? 
It's in the bathroom upstairs. It's in the it? bathroom in the student room. <laughs> the most expensive piece of art at this church is about three twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. And we didn't sell it at the yard sale because someone goes, don't sell it for $40. And we're like, no one wants to buy $2,000. It is upstairs. In, I was like, we're putting the youth bathroom. There you go. It looks fancy up there. It's, it's actually nice. sitting on the floor. I need to I hang it. I was going to say, it's not even hanging. <laughs> it's sitting on the floor. <laughs> it's probably broken now. It's probably kids kicking it. Yeah. Oh, well. But anyways, we have commissioned some art. My mom got me a gift a few years ago of our old house down in Mountain Oaks. Yeah. Um, that she met this girl at a craft show and she does charcoal art. That's cool. And so she, they did that. Me and Mary Beth said, we want our very first house in Nashville and we want our current house done. So we've now commissioned, but again, that's like $300 yeah. for all the, like it's not crazy expensive. Yeah. Uh, but that, all right. This is, there's, We're there, getting there. there's a, a, a lead in. I just didn't know if you're like, yeah, my granddad gave me like, this is a $10,000 piece of. Hey, not that I art. know of. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't know where we get the idea of like you could peel back the part of the frame and there's like a, uh, Ooh, like a treasure map or something, or like an envelope with cash or yeah. some junk in it. And you're like, what is this? I don't know about that either. Do you know? Now don't look at my computer screen. Okay. What the most expensive piece of art sold at auction ever? And do you have a guess? I'm trying to make it where you can't see it. It's also a small number, like it's a small font. The Mona Lisa. No, not at all. And then it hasn't been sold at auction. Like it, it may be worth that, but like, no, uh, when it did sell, it was not, it is not now the highest because there's been other ones. Whistler's mother. Um, what is that? It's a painting. It is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you're wrong. Uh, can you give me the price uh, that, that you think the most expensive hundred million? Okay. So number one, 2017, a few years ago, a Leonardo da Vinci. Okay. Salvador Mundi. Mundi? All right. Sure. I don't speak that, whatever language that is. Italian. Um, what? Italian. I don't speak that either. Uh, circa 1490 to 1500s. So That's old. Wicked old, right? Yeah. This is old. Sold for auction at Christie's auction. That's uh, the big one. That's Is that the one that got in trouble with the Netflix documentary? Now that I don't know. Okay, well, you guys go shout out I'm, the Netflix I'm a good documentary. Docu I'm like good documentary. It's about like art scandal in New York. Anyways, cool. November fifteenth, almost anniversary, uh, uh, 2017, sold for four hundred and fifty point three million dollars. This painting. That's a lot. Four hundred and fifty million dollars. That's was it like lost or something? Somebody uh, just found this. No, like, I don't think insane. so. Uh. It sold in 1958 for like 127 million dollars, which that's like a zillion dollars yeah. back then, right? Uh, number two, there's one by Pablo Picasso. I've at least heard of these people. Yeah, uh, for 179 million. So number two and number one is like a 300 million dollar gap in there. That's insane. Bonkers, right? Saying all this, uh, kind of the tie-in. Uh, of this part of you are uh, uh, the part of your identity is that you are uh, God's masterpiece. Yeah. If you were to ask about this pieces, this piece of art or pieces of art, you go, well, that's a masterpiece. Leonardo da Vinci's Salvador Mundi, <laughs> four hundred whatever million dollars. You go, that's that's a masterpiece, and it looks good. That's the uh, that's the the paterfamilias of the Mundi family that go to church here at Homewood. That's their great, a little bit different. That's their great 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 grandfather. Yeah, just another Mundi. Uh, 
they um right and, and there are some arts like like uh, a Jackson Pollock. Did you say there's some arts? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna. Like, I know. I was gonna. I was trying to go quick, and then you stopped. Uh, like, Please don't notice. I said there's some sorry. arts. Uh, guys, proceed. I, you were on a good guys. I speak for a living, and I'm over here. <laughs> there's some arts. There's some pieces of art that, uh, you know, like a Jackson Pollock. Yeah. That I'm like. I, I think I think Jack has done that. I could do splatter that, that right? Yeah. And that sells for a ton of money too, but. Part of the masterpiece, I, I, I do understand. Uh, beauties in the eye of the beholder, like, oh, that looks great. I don't think it's great. Now, this Salvador Mundi, whatever, looks, I mean, it looks like a very good, it looks like a person. I cannot do that. Right. Uh, in that part. But we're going to try to wrap our minds for the next few minutes, 15 minutes or so, about this idea that you are God's masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, just to go back. We go way back about Colossians 3, that your identity is clothed and wrapped in Jesus Christ. We have that. That should be our foundation of our new identity, that uh, that that we are a child of God, that we are beloved of God, that we are uh, um, a friend of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now for us to kind of see how does God see you, God sees you as a masterpiece. Mm. Um and so we have that Ephesians. Do you have that Ephesians verse? I do now? have that Ephesians verse. Ephesians two, eight and ten. All right. For you are saved by grace through faith, and this is not from yourself. It's God's gift, not from works, so that no one can boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. So there's workmanship in that, right? Mm -hmm. That you are his workmanship. There's some translations uh, that say handiwork. There's some that say masterpiece, right? right? There's kind of this kind of deal. But that God has made you. Um, on purpose, <laughs> not by mistake, <laughs> right? This isn't yeah. like, oops, well, you were halfway done. I I just halfway made you and yeah. I spent more time on this person than this person. No, that, that God makes, uh, um, incredible things. Yeah. Look around. <laughs> I mean, especially this time of year, right? Yeah. Just the leaves changing. We just got back from our fall retreat there and it was gorgeous. There's waterfalls and there's hills and, and you know, we're like, this is gorgeous. Like, mm. and that's part of our fall retreat of just seeing how big God is. Right. And I think that may be hard for us to understand that God that can make Mount Everest, mm. God that can make, um, the Niagara falls that can make these beautiful, that, you know, can go out West and you go to Arizona and look at these structures and you're like, man, this is incredible. But God also put the time to make you as well. Yeah. And, I think, I know that a lot of people, and maybe a lot of people listening to this, do not feel that. Yeah. They don't feel like they are up to par. They don't feel like they're worth it. They don't feel like they are for sure a masterpiece. Right. Or even his handiwork. They're like, I'm just here. Yeah. Um, and I wonder why that is. Mm. I think it's because we choose to believe what others say about us. Okay. Instead of holding on to the truth of what God says about us. And this verse in Ephesians is the the heart and the root of that. Like you talked about Mount Everest and you talked about the Grand Canyon and all these beautiful natural wonders. You know, you think about animals and all this stuff. The story in Genesis like really crescendos. Like it comes to this beautiful like apex 
when God creates man, it talks about all this stuff that he made, but then he gets to the, to the point where he's going to create a man and he's like, I'm going to make you in my image. Yeah. Like this is, this is, this is the height of creation, right? Yeah. Um, and that's truth. But as you go about your day, you kind of get beat up. <laughs> yeah. You kind of get, get beat up by other people, by your circumstances, by comparison, troubles, by comparison, mm-hmm. uh, and by the enemy. You know, oh, absolutely. The Bible talks better, about yeah. it. His job is an accuser. So he's going to accuse uh. you of all kinds of stuff. And we can choose to lean into those things and not hold on to deeply to who God says that we are. And we're created in his image and we are just the pinnacle of his creation. Absolutely. Yeah, great. Yeah, there's, I mean, when you look at the rise of anxiety and depression and suicidal thoughts and all these things and people that just don't feel like they're worth it. Mm. Like, I'm not worthy of this love. I'm not worthy of that. And I'm not worth it. And, and. And I think social media plays a role in that, right? Like, you know, you know, I hate to throw social media under the bus a lot of times where it's like garbage. But um, when you just look at that and be like, oh, my life doesn't compare to those things. Yeah. And you think, well, then I'm not worth it in that. Um, and so today you may be in that realm. You know, you may be like, man, I've felt like junk for the past few weeks or whatever it is or for the past years. And I don't feel like I'm a masterpiece in that. Hopefully. We could talk about this here in a little bit and, and, and lift your spirits up that you are. So when we talk about a masterpiece, we're going to put this in the conjunction of thinking about the Leonardo da Vinci painting, right? Or just think about something like that. Uh, uh, Van Gogh or Picasso, the, you know, all those things that you know of those famous paintings that were in the books when you were kids and you're like, Oh, look at that painting. That's cool. All of those (laughs) things, right? I don't know. That's how I talked when I was a kid. Oh, look at that painting. That's a cool painting. Look at that painting. That's a cool painting. Uh, Think about that. So what makes a, uh, think about this. What makes a masterpiece? A masterpiece is valuable. Yeah. Right? It it is worth something. So when we look at these paintings, we may not think it's worth it. We may not think of Jackson Pollock. We're like, uh, sells for millions of dollars. Yeah. uh, Or 450, whatever it was, million. That's mind, like, that number alone is mind blowing. And that somebody has the money to give for that painting. Yeah. You're like, what in the world? It's insane. But it is valuable. And what makes something valuable is based on who made it and what somebody is willing to pay for it. Yeah. Right? We know the name Leonardo da Vinci. We're like, jackpot, right? Yep. Like, we know, like, a Ninja Turtle, right? Like, we know Leonardo, <laughs> right? But we, we know that name. And we go, oh, whatever he does is worth it. Right. Like, we know it's going to be very incredible. And the value is just whatever someone wants to pay for it, right? right? Like, you know, that person could sell that painting for $2 next time. And, and people won't be like, oh, it's not worth a lot anymore. Yeah. Right? It's value. Think about your life. Mm. You are value because who made you? Mm-hmm. The creator of the universe. The creator of that who, who whispered the stars into existence is the same God that made you. So you are made by the greatest creator to ever, ever, <laughs> mm. right? That makes you valuable. Yeah, It's not based on your parents and grandparents and your family name. It's not based on anything like that. It's based on that God himself made you in his image and made you and knew you and loved you. And, and at this time said, I'm, I'm going to make you that right there makes you a masterpiece. Yep. 
And then, and then the second thing, which is a massive thing is what is its value? Mm. Now you may think, and I may think value is based on, well, what am I worth? Uh, in my job, well, I don't get paid as much as so-and-so, so maybe I'm not worth it, right? So maybe my job and myself, my skill talent is not up to par as a lot of other people's. Yeah. I don't have 450. I don't have a million, $1 million. I don't have, I don't have a single million. Yeah. I don't, I don't have one of those, uh, <laughs> to give. If anybody got a spare one, I'll hold on to it. And I'll you. buy some arts. I'll buy, I'll buy some groceries. I'll buy, yeah. And some gas. Yeah. Definitely not going <laughs> to buy no pieces of art over here. Uh, but we could place our value on, well, I don't have this and that and that. So, so my value that, but again, think about the bigger picture who made you the creator of the universe, God, and what are you worth? The price of his son, mm. that is what you're worth. God says that I will give my greatest uh, uh, thing, my only son. I'm going to give that to earth and I'm going to let them put him on a cross so that he could always, God can always be with you. Mm. God says, I want to be with you forever. And the way that that's going to happen is for me to give my son. That is what you are worth. Is that. That's mind blowing. That should change things. And that should fill you with, man, I am a masterpiece. Yeah. Right? Man. I think this is, you know, just looking at the world around me, uh -huh. um, looking at my own family, looking at my own life. It's yeah. like, this is so hard, <laughs> Yeah, but it should be so easy. Yeah. Like if, if, re, if you rewind that 30 seconds and just listen to everything that Justin just listed out, your value does not, you don't even need value to come from anywhere outside oh, oh, of that. Oh, that's good. That's but that's good. all we do is we scratch mm. and we struggle and we fight so for somebody to tell us that we're worth something. God told you you were worth yeah. something. And he yeah. didn't just tell you. He went all the way and to prove you. to yeah, you yeah. how much you are worth. And there was an element of it that, that you didn't mention that yeah. I know you also agree with. Like, we're not just a, a masterpiece. We're not just a work. We're a we're we're a self portrait. Yeah, we are made in the image of that Creator uh -huh. God. Yeah. We have His essence. His His uh, His creative energy lives yeah. inside uh -huh. of us. Like that's like if Leonardo da Vinci did a self portrait, which I don't think he ever did. Like yeah. that's even a, another level yeah. of yeah. of expression. And it's like why are we spending so much time and energy and money oh, yeah. to try to get somebody else to tell us we're worth something? Yeah. And I'm talking to myself. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, 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 um, that should be a prayer every day that we wake up or just a reminder of like, God, thank you that you made me in your image and that I'm your handiwork and don't let any outside forces, outside things, the evil one or anybody try to, not try. Don't don't let them convince me that I am. Oh, not, they're gonna try. Nothing. Yeah, right. He said, yeah, they're gonna try. But don't let them convince me that I'm nothing less than your masterpiece. Yes. Yeah. Um. And if you're in a funk, hopefully that is just a little encouragement to be like, yeah. okay, you're gonna be compared, and people are gonna compare you, but fight against that and go, no, 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 I'm in the image of God. Yeah. It's, be secure in that. Oh, absolutely, right. And that's one thing. And if you don't think that. Hey, there's a little thing called the B-I-B-L-E. It's all over it. Pick it up and read it. Yeah. Like that's what that is. Is yeah. God just, 
that's a love story of God telling you how how worth it you are. Mm. That he's going to go through everything for you. Right. And that he will, right? I think it's different for us to read God, you know, gave his son to die so man can, you know, you know, be with him, but put your name in that. That like God did all this cuz he wants to spend time with you. Yeah. Not just human beings. You. <laughs> he has your name in mind. He has your face in mind yeah. when he says, I sent my son for that. Yeah. Um, so that's big. Um, another one, we go quickly, a masterpiece is one of a kind. Right? Like one of a kind. There's a lot of fakes out there, mm-hmm. um, which I think is what that documentary was about, was making these fakes and all this stuff. And, and those could be somewhat worth it, right? Like, like oh, it's still looks identical yeah it still looks really good but a true masterpiece is that you are one of a kind that you are an original yeah work you are an original work of god and to go back don't compare yourself well i'm not as original as that i don't have the no god made you unique and different and special for some reason mm tap into that and go, God, why did you make me the way that I am? Yeah. And he's like, good. That's what I want you to do. Yeah. Right. This is a little bit of a a left turn, but I think it feeds into what you're talking about. Like when you think about culture and church or whatever, it's easy to like put up examples of this is how you should be, or, or this is the kind of man you should be or whatever. Um, but the story of the Bible and the story of, church is not uniformity we're not all supposed to be these little clones who all think the same and look the same and buy the same stuff and sing the same songs or whatever the story of the bible and church in the bible is unity uh not in spite of diversity but be like how beautiful a picture it is when people who are very different come together under the banner of Christ. So you talk about you being a one of a kind masterpiece. That's important for the kingdom yes. of God. Of like this tapestry of all these different things coming together to make this. Whatever yeah. those unique aspects of you are, they are needed in the community of God and in your and in your neighborhood and wherever. Like So don't discount what makes you different from somebody that you think is better than you. Yeah. You're needed exactly how you are. Absolutely. Um, I think about it with our twins. We have identical twins, mm-hmm. right? Like same DNA. Which that's just, that's crazy that that even happens. Yeah, but, it's bonkers. But, but moving on. One. Yeah, yeah. We, could, we could spend a whole year talking about twins. Uh, but it's bonkers, right? Like they are identical in everything, but they're not. Right. Right. They, you know, they have their own personalities, you know, different. So even like, if you're like, well, I don't, I'm, I'm not made like them. Here's two people that are identical and they're still different because God said, Hey, we can make you look the same and DNA the same, but you're still different. I didn't need two Wilsons or two Uh, two, Greers. I need a Wilson and a Greer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and so for you, don't, you know, don't compare. Like we don't need two of exact, we were made different. I'm still, don't let anybody else tell you that you should be that. Um, I think another one is that you are made on purpose. We talk about this a lot, right? But Warren, you you weren't just again you weren't made by accident you were made by purpose and just yeah. like you said we'll just echo what you said like you are made for the body of Christ there's feet and there's hands and there's ears and there's eyes and there's all these things and you are one of them yeah and God needs you in this and you are made for a specific purpose um, it's just us to open our eyes to see what that is around us yeah um, and see where we're at that um, in a purpose um, 
yeah, you know, Jeremiah 9, 11, for I know the plans that I've made for you, right? Plans to prosper. God says, hey, I, I have these for you. Open your eyes, seek it out, and see why I put you. You know, this past weekend we talked to our teens on like, God knew that you would be at this place at this time, at this year, you'd be living in this area and go to this school and have this job. God knew these things. This wasn't by accident. So if we went into every situation like that, of like, God, why am I here? <laughs> that whole purpose should be, well, I'm here to, to bless you in a certain way. I am here to worship you in a certain way. I am here to point to you in some sort of way. Let me figure it out. Yeah. How can I do that in my environment and my scope here? Um, and that's why you were made. That's yeah. what that purpose is. You weren't here to just be a doorstop. Well, I don't know. A doorstop has a purpose too, yeah. right? To be a doorstop, right? Like you, you, you are here for something. You were not here just to be a doctor or a teacher or uh, a stay-at-home dad or whatever it may be. You're here to glorify him. Yeah. Use that in that realm that you're in. Yeah, that's good. And you, you had this in your notes too, but just kind of as we mm -hmm. wrap this up, like number one, internalize this truth. Believe it. Live out of the security of knowing that you were made on purpose. Mm -hmm. You are beautifully and wonderfully made, but also let that inform how you treat other people. That other people, other people are, are also, also masterpieces. God's masterpiece. Yeah, right? yeah. Even people that you disagree with, even people that you don't like, like know that they have intrinsic value too. And give grace because maybe they haven't realized that. And help them. Help them know Be, you are a masterpiece of God and not, hey, you're a turd. I don't like you. <laughs> We're different. You're a jerk and all this stuff. Help other people around them know that they are also a master. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, there, there's there's like, there are appraisers in the art world. Oh, yeah. That go around and they say, well, this uh -huh. is worth this much. Be an appraiser Ooh, and, and look at other yeah, people and good. speak the value that you know that they have back into their lives because somebody else might have told them that they're not worth anything. Yeah. Yeah. And wait, and there's like a lot of that. You see all those shows, uh, 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 Antique, Antique Road, Road show, show. right? And there's people that come in and go, well, you know, my granddad told me it's worth something, but, you know, my neighbor says it's junk. What is this? And they're like, Oh, this is a one of kind, you know, like it's worth a million dollars, a piece <laughs> of end table that was made by so-and-so in the revolutionary. And they're like, yeah. Oh, this is like a uh, hundred million dollars. And they're like, what? <laughs> I thought this was nothing. Well, because someone told them this is junk. Yeah. It's like, no, this is worth it. Yeah. Don't let people tell you you're junk. God don't make no junk. That's right. All right. God doesn't make junk. He made you in his image. Cause on you purpose. are a masterpiece on purpose to glorify him. That's right. If you can, Realize that and help your kids and help your neighbors and help uh, your community realize that it's going to be a better place. That's it. It's going to be a better place. Well, hey, I hope through all the series, this has helped you out. I know a lot of people are in funk and we're trying to figure out who we are. Um, but you, you, you are more than what the world tells you. You are more than what your job tells you. You're more than what your bank account tells you. You're more than what social media tells you. Um, you are an ultimate masterpiece of God. That's it. Um, Live that way. Live that way. Yeah, live that way. With the, with all the arts. Yes, all multiple. The multiple arts. <laughs> uh, well, hey, like, review, subscribe, share, rate. I, I don't know if you can do these things on these platforms. I just hear this on other podcasts. It's just something we're supposed to say. Or just listen, y'all. Listen and share. Yeah. How about that? Listen and share it with a friend. There is somebody, not that me and Chris just blew your minds with this stuff. This is all from God, but um, from his word, but... Uh, there is somebody that needs to hear this message mm. that they feel like they are garbage. Yeah. 
show them this, listen, or you just tell them. Yeah. As long as they get this message at their masterpiece, that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, so do that right there. Um, have a good fall. Have a good um, week. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we'll catch you next week with another episode, we hope. All right, friends. See you. Bye. Bye.